Hadra. Welcome to Uprooted. Yes, and like we talked about in one of our last episodes, that we have a special guest with us. Um, this will be John. John, can you please introduce yourself? Hello, everybody. Hey, Hodge and Rose. Thank you for having me. Um, my name is John McLaughlin, and um, I'm, you know, going to talk to you all about investing today. I'm very excited about it and glad to be here. Well, thank you so much, and welcome to our channel. Thank you for taking the time to join us on this lovely Sunday. Um, so to kind of tell us about yourself and what you do. Well, um, I am a 38-year-old father of four, married father of four, and I am, you know, representing a group called the Abakas, which is um, a group that teaches Black people exclusively how to create generational wealth in the stock market. Right. Um, so I'm a, a team leader with this group, so I, you know, bring people into the group, I teach them um, everything they need to know basically about the stock market and how to use it to create long-term wealth for their family. That sounds very interesting. So how did you get into investing? I got into investing through some friends of mine on Facebook that I had known for a long time. Um, they were in this group and I just saw them talking about it. So I started to ask some questions and see what they were all about. And, um, just the more I found out about it, um, the more, you know, interested I was. And so I decided to take the leap in, I think, 2016, I believe, is when I, I joined the group and, um, you know, just been building my, my way up since then. And what, what was the uh, most motivating uh, thing that, that made you, did you take it? that leap? Because, you know, we all get scared when we think about investing and losing money. You know, that's the thing that we always think about is the loss, not really change at that point. So what made me really, what made it really click for me personally was the fact that anywhere else, um, your earning potential is capped. Whether you have a job or whether you sell real estate or whatever, whatever the case may be. You're being paid by the hour, you're being paid by the year, you're being paid by a commission percentage. Mm -hmm. And there is a cap on what you're able to earn, which basically means there is a cap on what you're worth. And I don't believe there's a cap on what I, I'm worth. And in the stock market, it is the only, or one of the only, I can't think of another, but it is the only place where there is no cap on how much I can earn. It's up to me and my knowledge base right. to determine what I'm worth and how much I can make. Mm -hmm. And that was really what made me want to go into it so hard. All right. So what kind of markets do you think are there to invest in for people like us? There's all types of markets. There are, um, you know, the stock market, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, there are the futures market, um, which is kind of, getting in and then you get into kind of commodities things like gold and silver and corn and pig oh. and stuff like that um there's the forex market which is foreign exchange so just um you know the dollar versus the the pound or, or the yen or whatever 
and then um, now you also have the cryptocurrency market, which is the digital currency that's really Bitcoin. starting to rise up in the last you know decade or so. Yeah, Bitcoin and Ethereum and those type of coins. Okay. So, okay, what are some do's and don'ts when it comes to investing? So, some do's I would say are, first of all, be knowledgeable mm-hmm. about what you're doing. Um, that's number one. I think that's the key right there is, uh, you know, because I see a lot of people, I'm in a lot of different investing groups on Facebook and things like that. Okay. And you see a lot of people trying to, that want to get into investing, you know, but they don't really necessarily know what they're doing and they're just you know yeah. hoping and praying basically yeah. and they'll, you know, <laughs> they'll take advice from anybody on the internet they'll just put a post up what should I invest in and whatever anybody says they'll just be like okay and they'll buy it mm-hmm. and really can't do that <laughs> you have to know what you're, what you're doing so I would say number one is get educated on how the market works what drives the market who are the key players in the market that really like prop it up um, and you know the don'ts would be you know the opposite of that obviously don't you know just just wing it and then secondly have a plan and don't think that you're going to necessarily get rich overnight that's another thing that happens to a lot of people is they want to they want to make you know hundred thousand dollars in a month or two months and it just it doesn't work like that like i said there is no cap on what you can earn in the market but it takes some time to build it up you have to have a plan and a long-term vision you can't just hop in and be like okay i'm gonna kill these markets and get rich tomorrow like you have to have a plan with what you're doing and not really get scared and take all your money back when you're losing (laughs) i mean so fear is a big thing i mean like you said um but the market is really particularly with investing Mm -hmm. the market is really one of the safest things you can do so um, that's that's another key thing is the difference between investing and trading, okay? Because investing is a long-term idea where you're buying a stock and you're holding it for 10, 20, 30 years long, or possibly forever and passing it on to your children. That's investing. That's not what you're doing, right? Or is that what you're doing? I do that as well, and then I also do trading. But that a lot of people get into trading and they think they're investing, but they're not because they're just buying stuff and they're hoping it goes up tomorrow and then they're then they're trying to sell it. That's trading and that's totally different than investing. I mean, obviously they're related, but it's a much different animal and um, it's a lot more risky. With investing, um, it's really, really safe. Like for instance, if you buy an S&P 500 company, the Standard & Poor's 500 company, and you hold it for 20 plus years, you know, looking at the historical data, you have a 0% chance of losing money. And that's going. That's on data that goes back to like the mid 1800s. Oh, so, so you lose money if you get the S and P 500, right? If you if you buy a company in the S and P 500, you hold it for 20 plus years, you have a zero percent chance of the, that you're going to lose any money. Oh. Okay. Oh. Okay. So you will gain money. That's your right. Okay. But you got to hold it for like. Can you, um, I guess, pull out before the 20 years? You can. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's just a kind of a an app. You know. So like, it, I'm referring to just like some historical data that, sh- that tells you your risk level. So like, for instance, if you bought a company and you hold it one day, okay. you have like a 52% chance you're gonna lose money. And if you stretch that out to like five years, it drops down to like 20% or something like that. 
Mm. And then if you hold it, to, you know, stretch it out to 20 years, there's a 0% chance. So there's different risk levels depending on how long you're holding things. Um, but generally speaking, if you know how to identify a good company, a great comp- run, run company, mm-hmm. investing is the safest thing that you can do. And is there somewhere people can go and look at the companies that belong to these groups, like the S&P 500? Is there like somewhere they can go and see like Publix belongs here or Audi, you know, to know which companies to buy into? Um, yeah, there's, I mean, a lot of different places. I know, I mean, on the S&P 500, you can just, um, you know, literally Google it and you'll, it'll come up. They have a Wikipedia page on it that tells you all the companies that are in it currently. Mm-hmm. And then there's, you know, all type of market sites um, like marketwatch.com and um, bloomberg.com. And, um, you know, there's a bunch of different financial sites that would tell you this information um they would give you all the information you would want on the company including their financial statements and things um so barons.com is is one where they'll have all that information on these companies for you so all this information is out there for people we just have to go and look for it yeah yeah definitely The, the information is there um and it's accessible to anybody um you just have to look for it and know what you're looking for. And that's another thing about the markets is that, you know, um, in addition to people being scared about the losing money and things, another thing that people are often thinking about the markets is that it's only for rich people. And that's definitely not true anymore. Um, there might have been a time where that was partially true, um, where you had to, you know, have a individual personal broker that you worked with and you might have had to have a certain amount of money to get into the market but nowadays um that's completely changed so most brokerages have no minimums for you to to deposit into your account most brokerages are not charging commissions on buying stock anymore um most brokerages will actually give you a little bit of money um when you open an account depending on you know how much you're putting in they'll actually pay you to join their brokerage so this is actually the most accessible the market has ever been they're really trying to bring in a new generation of investors um be uh you know and really open it up so so that's another thing there that this is it's never been as more as accessible as it is today okay that's great to hear so what should my goals be when I want to invest? Your goal should be um, just to have, like I said before, a long-term vision, a long-term plan. So, um, you know, if you put up even just $100 a month, Mm-hmm. So and we're not talking about a whole lot of money, a hundred dollars a month. And you do that over 30 years. If you um, average 5% return, which is actually below the market average, mm-hmm. you would end up with about $90,000. Um, wow. If you average up to 12,000, I mean, I'm sorry, if you average 12%, which is slightly above the um, market average, you would end up with about $350,000. Okay, um, 
and honestly I think if you really know what you're doing you can really easily beat those numbers for instance I have a member of my team who just finished our class in January and she opened her brokerage account in January and her account her account is already up 45% in six months so you know if she continues to invest over mm-hmm. these 20 30 years you can imagine what her account is going to look like um based off of what i just told you she should be probably um you know i haven't done the math but i would imagine it'd be close to a million dollars if not above a million dollars so having a steady plan of inconsistency um not chasing um overnight flips um uh, you know for instance hertz recently was a big one where they filed bankruptcy and their stock came crashing down to a few dollars a piece. and then everybody was like oh i'm gonna buy it because it's, it's cheap so it's got to go back up and that's not necessarily true it's not, it doesn't oh, necessarily I mean it's gonna go back I- <laughs> Okay, so, you know, um, everybody was talking about investing. That's why I kind of started getting interested into um, learning more about it. And they were talking about Robinhood, Cash App, and I just thought, you know, I already have a Cash App. Why not, you know, start there because I'm very new into this investing. So I did buy the herds. And... I was thinking, okay, once the, you know, coronavirus goes away and, you know, people start traveling again, it's going to jump up. But uh-huh. it's going lower and lower. And then I hear about this bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. That's what happens to us newbies. It, exactly. So, you, it, you know, and then um, Kodak was another one recently because um, they got a big loan from the government. They had been a dying company for, for decades, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously focused on primarily like technology and like photography, really. Mm-hmm. And um, the government decided they were going to give them a big loan to try to start making pharmaceutical drugs, mm. which is totally an unrelated business. Right. Um, and so everybody jumped on that. And now some people did make some money on it because it went from, you know, a few dollars up to like $60 a share. Yeah. But, so there's a few, you know, some people made some money doing that. But the majority of people would have caught that late they would have got in at $40 or $50 or $60 and now it's right back down to $10 again and they would be sitting in the hole because they were following hype you know and not necessarily fundamentals of the company do they even have a product yet to sell like are they bringing in any kind of cash flow how, how much debt do they have they don't think about those type of things yeah they're trying to catch lightning in a bottle and so you know some people might catch a little lightning in the bottle but a lot of the people are going to get stuck holding the bag because they got in late and they were just trying to follow the hype right do those type of things you gotta really you know think about everything going on with the company so what's um what are the differences with mutual funds or stocks like what's better to get into so i mean it's really a matter of you know how I would say involved you want to be with your investments mutual funds are good and fine um, but you are don't have control over what you own um, mm. because you know it's run by somebody else so so when you get into a mutual fund um, they're good investments or you know most of them are good investments but um, 
you know, you are not in control of your money, which is, you know, maybe fine for some people. They may not want to have that level of control over their stuff. Um, for me personally, I want to be in stocks because I control what I own. I control when I buy it. I control when I sell it. Um, with a mutual fund, that's not the case because somebody else is running it and they are in charge of what is in the mutual fund. And when something gets changed out of the mutual fund, that's all up to somebody else. Mm. Okay. 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 So what do you think is the one company that it, that is a must to invest in? Um, for me personally, I would probably say Apple. That's my I knew you were gonna do that. <laughs> I, I call Apple my boo. That's my that's my favorite my favorite company. I think it's the best run company in the yeah. world. Um, you know, they have about a quarter trillion dollars of cash on hand. Um, and they're just they're just always going top, up. <laughs> yeah, always it's always top notch. And they're about to do a, a stock split coming up in a couple weeks. Um, so, which, you know, if, if you don't know, basically multiplies the amount of shares that you own. So if you own one today mm-hmm. and at the end of August, you'll own four, um, et cetera. If you own a hundred, you'll own 400, et cetera. Um, so they're, you know, they're a fabulous company. They run really well. Um, they are, you know, quietly really developing a lot of, you know, they've been iPhone focused for a long time and they still are obviously iPhone is very important you know but but they have their cloud services now and they have their uh, the, the Apple music and mm-hmm. things like that where they're branching out they have the Apple TV coming on now right. so they really are developing a lot of other income streams besides just the iPhone um, and so I, I think they're top notch company in my opinion yes have you invested in Apple I have yes ma'am good for you uh, my, my nephew and my nephew and niece are set. They good. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yeah, they should be looking good down the line. Yes. Well, I again, thank you so much. Um, do you have any tips to share with our fans before we end the podcast today? Um, just that again, you know, to reiterate, I've said it a couple of times, but if you really want to take control of your investing and your financial future, just get knowledgeable about what you're doing. Learn how to read a company's financial statements, um, you know, their income statement, their balance sheet, their cash flow statement. Look, learn how to read those documents so that you can determine whether they are being properly managed or not. Um, you know, and if you don't feel comfortable learning those things on yourself, definitely come check out the Abacas and we can definitely help you out with that. We, I, whenever I get a job, we're and all, how, people, how can people get in contact with you guys and learn more about the Abacas? Um, you can look, you know, you can find us on Facebook. Um, you can we have a website called abacas.com that's a-b-a-k-u-a-s.com um which can give you some information about us and you can set up an informational um uh informational session where somebody can help you you know explain explain the process to you so you can go to that website abacas.com or you can just go on facebook um and find us individually um is usually how most people come across us we're kind of a decentralized group Um, in the sense that like we're not um, we're not like an officially registered business or anything we're kind of just a collective of people so it's kind of kind of operates on the each one teach one type of basis Um, 
So everybody that comes in has the ability to, um, you know, reach out to people in their world, their family, their friends, and kind of expand the circle that way. So, um, but we do have that website, abacus.com, which you can check us out on or um, on Facebook. All right, great. John, thank you so, so much for um, taking your time out to be with us today and for all of your knowledge. We really appreciate it. And we look forward to bringing you aboard um, later on in the future. That would be great. Thank you guys so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you. All right, guys. Thanks for coming. We'll be back next week with another episode of Uprooted. Thank you, guys. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Bye.